Good morning, listeners, and welcome back. It is currently Friday, May 22nd, and you are listening to today's episode of The 5-Minute Drill, brought to you by L5 Media. As always, I am your co-host, Darian Phillips, and I am joined by Simran Sandu. And for the first time in a while, we're a little heavy on political news today, which is rather refreshing after dealing with what seemed like never-ending updates on earnings reports recently. That said, what's going on in D.C. right now, Simi? Well, amid the rising tensions between the U.S. and China, President Trump is seeking Russia's assistance to get China on board for a new agreement that would limit all Russian, Chinese, and U.S. nuclear warheads, according to the Wall Street Journal. Senators also proposed a bipartisan bill on Thursday that would sanction Chinese officials and entities that enforce the new national security laws in Hong Kong and would penalize banks who do business with the entities. For those that are unfamiliar, China has recently enacted new national security laws that aim to stop the recent pro-democracy protests going on in Hong Kong. And this legislation aims to both defend human rights in Hong Kong and pressure China to preserve the territory's special status, according to The Wall Street Journal. There have also been some recent discussions on holding the next G7 meeting at the White House. And the important aspect of this announcement is the fact that President Trump is pushing for an in-person meeting, which he hopes will signal confidence and optimism as the country works to fully reopen its doors. That said, President Trump said the official date will likely be released early next week. And speaking of the reopening process, President Trump also stated the country will not be closing down again, regardless if there is a second wave of coronavirus or not. In particular, Mr. Trump told an interviewer, quote unquote, we can put out the fires, whether it's an ember or a flame, we're going to put it out, but we are not closing our country. Well, in some ways, the timing of President Trump's statement seems fitting as another 2.4 million workers filed for unemployment last week. But here's the good news. We're seeing a dip in the number of people filing compared to prior weeks. And needless to say, investors were not too enthusiastic about last week's unemployment numbers. And as a result, equities dipped on Thursday, with all major indexes decreasing by 50 to 100 basis points. Now, on the other hand, crude oil continued its rally yesterday, marking the sixth consecutive session of gains for the commodity. In particular, U.S. crude futures jumped by 1.3 percent and are now hovering around $34 a barrel. It probably also didn't help that the retail industry continues to suffer. Macy's saw sales fall by 45%, while Kohl's experienced a 41% drop in sales. Luckily for Best Buy, the damage was a bit more mild as revenue fell by 6%. And chipmaker NVIDIA is giving a shout out to all you gamers out there who have helped bolster the computer gaming and remote computing services industries during this lockdown. NVIDIA said the influx in sales of laptops and game consoles led to a 39% increase in year-to-year revenues and nearly doubled the company's earnings per share. And be ready to make some changes to your calendars, listeners. Well, at least those of you that like to indulge in online retail, because Amazon's notorious Prime Day is reportedly being postponed to September rather than July, which is when the event is usually held. Amazon claimed it needs a few extra months to get everything up to speed after being overloaded with an unprecedented level of demand during this pandemic, according to the Wall Street Journal. And there's an interesting dilemma going on in the seafood industry right now. While Americans have been cooking far more fish and shellfish these past few months at home, fishermen are still struggling with plummeting restaurant sales. And as a result, distributors have been forced to reroute what fish they can into freezers and even sometimes destroying what can't be stored. Speaking about interesting, Mark Zuckerberg is looking to shift the workplace dynamic entirely as Facebook will transition to a remote workforce over the next decade. They anticipate nearly half of their employees will work from home. 
And one quick note on higher education. Officials at the University of California unanimously voted to begin phasing out SAT and ACT requirements over the next five years. The university claims the tests are biased against minorities, and they hope to level the admissions playing field with this move. Now, that said, UC is one of the largest and most prestigious university systems in the country. So this will definitely be a major blow to the multi-billion dollar college admission testing industry. And that's all we've got for you this Friday morning, but it is a special day because we're releasing our interview with Michael Huber, president and CEO of the Indie Chamber of Commerce today at 12 p.m. Eastern. So make sure to stick around and we will catch you in a few hours.